for our third episode of the Art of the Move property podcast. We're super excited to be presenting Hamish Bowman in conversation with Mike and Sandy Garrett, two downsizers who sold their family home in suburbia to move into New Farms Boardwalk Residences development on Griffith Street. Before we get stuck in, we would like to acknowledge the traditional owners wherever you're listening to this podcast. The Art of the Move was created on Turrbal and Yagara land. We would like to pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. You can keep up to date with Hamish on Instagram at HamishBowman underscore or on Facebook at HamishBowmanRWNF. But right now, in conversation with Hamish Bowman, this is the Art of the Move. Ladies and gentlemen, today we've got Sandy and Mike Garrett, who were part of a very recent um, process, a, a sales process for us, but we met in September um, 2017. 17. So, Sandy and Mike, thanks very much for coming. Thanks, Amish. Thank We'd, you, Hamish. Um, we're, we're very happy to have you on the, on, the, on the show today, mainly because I think we, the process that we undertook together was very typical of what's happening at the moment, and you were probably a very typical process in the fact that we met you in our suburb in New Farm in a new project. You'd bought off the plan, you'd sold your house previously um, and it's taken two years and last month you settle up and now you're sort of living the life that you perhaps had dreamt of a few years back. So probably wanted just to introduce and thanks very much for coming and um, probably the first question off the, off the bat is I guess tell us what you were thinking a few years ago in, as you're getting a little bit more mature age. What were the thoughts in where you were in? You are in Sunnybank? Um, Hamish, 2016 saw us maintaining a large family home in Sunnybank Hills, five bedrooms, quarter acre with a pool. Um, and that was the first year that I wasn't working and I was frustrated that I didn't want to spend my retirement maintaining a big house. Mm -hmm. And Mike was working part-time, but the house was taking more and more of our time for just two people. Our children had left home by that stage. We began to look around in areas where we like to walk and bike ride, particularly mm -hmm. scenic areas along the river, such mm -hmm. as West End, Tawong, New Farm, but also areas like Wynnum, Cleveland, uh, anywhere that where there was a little bit of scenery mm -hmm. and it was a, just a different lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And did you have friends in those areas as well? No. No, and you hadn't, had you been going to restaurants at that stage in those areas that you mentioned? Or? A little bit in West End where mm -hmm. our son lives, but generally no. And so, I mean, at what point did we meet in that process? You saw us probably at the end of that process. Okay. We had already looked at an off-the-plan apartment in Bulimba and we'd looked at an off-the-plan apartment in Tuong mm -hmm. um, along Coronation Drive. We had considered other areas as well and, and used to go around and walk the suburbs, basically. Okay. Um, one Saturday morning it was raining and unusually Mike was home from golf mm -hmm. and he saw your development in the paper mm -hmm. and we got in the car and went to have a look. Great. And we met and it was basically a, a wet, muddy vacant site Mike. That's right. And, and I, <laughs> two, old, thought... two old houses uh, <laughs> and a big block of land. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a certain market that just can't see what we're sort of selling and the plans and the images and the renders. I, I took from our experience that you did come to realise what was was going to be built there quite quickly. I mean, from my recollection, you, sold, you made a decision reasonably quickly and that might have been over a couple of weeks. 
the advantage I have is I'm a civil engineer, so I could envisage what was going to happen to the two blocks of land and could see uh, the, from the plans and the uh, advertisements that uh, it was where we wanted to live. Mm-hmm. We also had a number of requirements if we were downsizing. We wanted to have three bedrooms, two bathrooms and two side-by-side car parks. Mm-hmm. We didn't want to live in a tower and we were hoping that if not all, the majority of the apartments would be Mm owner-occupied. I think it's fair to say that buying off the plan can be daunting and there have been some bad experiences that have been documented in the press from time to time. What were the main things that you guys were looking at off the plan um, as sort of priorities to make sure? Was it the the builder? Was it the the architect? What was it, do you think, that... We we had confidence uh, in the quality of the architectural designs that I saw. We did some reference checking on the builder, John Mullen, and uh, had got good feedback from his previous developments, and we had confidence in you, Hamish, uh, as the real estate agent selling it for oh, us. Thanks for that, Mike. <laughs> um, so moving forward through the process, and it was sort of an 18-month process to get the, the building completed. We had a lot of rain through there as well, unfortunately. Through that 18 months period, your plan, once you sold your house, was to go and rent somewhere? Originally, um, we were grateful that we bought in early because it gave us 14 months to prepare our home, which we had built 31 years ago. Mm. So um, the family grew up and left. We needed to certainly declutter it, decide what we were taking with us. So it gave us a good 14 month lead in time. When it came to selling the house, it sold within seven days. And um, we were very, we're very grateful about Mm. that. However, it then left us with the, the position of do we rent because Mm. um, everyone said it won't be six months Mm. uh, or do we try and get stopgap accommodation and we did that and Mm. unfortunately for us we have a number of friends who travel so we did a lot of house sitting. Mm -hmm. It was an interesting process uh, Mm. uh, for anybody that is downsizing because short-term accommodation is hard to get Mm. Uh, and there is a market out there definitely for people uh, looking uh, Airbnbs, We went to the beach, Uh, we stayed in uh, four different parts of Brisbane that we had never lived in before, so we we looked after dogs, horses, cats, (laughs) uh, and saw some different parts of Brisbane that we'd never never, ever seen before. Mm. But after six months of doing that, uh, we were very happy to move finally into New Farm. Excellent. And from our experience, part of the challenge from a downsizer, moving into obviously a smaller environment, means that you do have to leave some of your old furniture and fittings behind and, and declutter. From what I can see, you bought some new furniture for the for the new apartment and you brought some of your more favourite older pieces. One of the advantages of buying off the plan is you have a plan and we were able to draw up our furniture that we thought we wanted to take to scale. So we knew that it would fit into the space available. Um, we did buy um, a new bed which has storage underneath because we realised that it, there was going to be less storage in an apartment having the plan available to us was mm. a real advantage. Mm-hmm. In in the 14 months when we were de-junking, uh, I probably went to Vinnie's and the Salvos and the dump probably 20 times, uh, de-junking. Uh, it's a good and, word, I like and, it. And, and leaving uh, uh, some of your treasures. Uh, your kids won't want your treasures, uh, uh, so you have to work out what you do with them. Mm. Uh, uh, so. And I've noticed, Mike and Sandy, that you're very efficient 
type people and I've, I've had soft circled used to being the, the body corporate chairman from a long way back interesting things that you don't necessarily think about for a development that's just settling the titles are issuing things like where the removalist trucks move in because you were sort of the first to move in do the lifts have covers and all these sorts of things we're sort of asking each other on the spot at that time because the development was not big enough to have an on-site manager so you sort of took charge of that process mike to a to an extent it, it's an interesting uh, process uh, it's like setting up a new house you have to get all the services you have to get the right address uh, getting the addresses uh, on the right databases uh, with the council uh, getting bins uh, getting uh, power gas water it's like setting up a whole new house and it's a challenge uh, uh, and time consuming to do that and mm -hmm. to sort all that out Why? but it's a good process because uh, you get what you want mm. sort of looking at now most of the, the people have moved in it's been it's been it's sold well which we knew it would talk to me about the dynamic fair to say that i think of the of all the ones sold 90 90 percent are in are a downsizer we've we've spoken about which is you know, while we're talking about it, might current and topical. Are there? We've noticed that some people come from Cairns, from Townsville, there's from outlying suburbs. There's a there's a good cross section. Have you had a chance to have a, a good chat or a dinner with any of them, or do you you find everyone's still keeping to themselves? I don't know the answer to this. I'm just interesting to to see. Everybody's really friendly and everybody's excited to be there. Mm. Um, having made the decision, having got the move behind them, mm. uh, everyone's really excited. We're sharing experiences about products that we're purchasing, about window furnishings and things like that. Nice. So everybody's um, happy to share their experiences and recommend um, particular companies. Mm -hmm. And it, it has a really nice vibe about it. Oh, we, nice. We've been, several of the owners own dogs, so we meet in the corridors uh, and in the lifts while they're walking their dogs uh, and putting the bins out. And we've been lucky that we're local uh, and we've done uh, several refurbishments of our old house. So we have a pool of tradesmen, uh, and we've also used John's uh, tradesmen, uh, uh, which is, you know, the quality of the build uh, there by John, uh, which I was lucky uh, to get to see uh, every two weeks. He was, uh, as a developer, he was very uh, obliging to let me on the, on the place every two weeks to see what was actually happening. Yep. And that way we could do alterations uh, and do uh, extras like mm. skylights and taps and and uh, change things to suit ourselves uh, as it was being built. So thanks for touching on that, Mike. So one of the benefits of buying off the plan is that in a smaller boutique block is that you, you can sit down with the architect, the developer and the builder and everyone's got their own particular tweaks and re requests and you had a couple. The additions uh, we put in, because we're in the top of the uh, unit, we didn't want the unit to be dark. So we put uh, fans on the balconies. We put three or four extra skylights uh, in the laundry and the walk-in robe. And the extras, uh, you know, it's a, it's a variations process that mm. the, you have to be adaptable with the builder. Uh, and as he was building, uh, we could see that we wanted extra things here. It was a good process. And as I said, when the bigger developers are building 100 plus mm. units you just you just get do you want a, a light unit or a dark one and you don't get the chance to get those variations so mm. buying to a sort of a boutique development mm. of the plan that has been a, a plus for you guys yeah oh, definitely yeah. yeah and we did appreciate the fact that um john mullen was very open to us visiting the site with mm. notice mm. and um anything that 
we had an issue with we could discuss with yeah. him and uh, it was a really good mm. process. Mm. And the joke you had with me that uh, you had to go to Officeworks uh, <laughs> uh, to print out my emails uh, with requests, <laughs> uh, the, col- the length of my emails was... Uh, and the support that we got from yourselves and uh, your staff uh, uh, was greatly appreciated. Oh, thanks, Mike. So talking to someone who's just embarking on the process they're sitting in a in a suburb 10 kilometers outside the brisbane cbd they said all right we want to move in have you got one or two tips sandy and mike that you'd sort of recommend if you're sitting with some friends on a on a sunday afternoon of how to navigate through the process you have to be flexible you have to have a plan uh, both a financial plan uh, you've got to have a good financial uh, controller uh, that you know your budgets and what it's going to cost us uh, with the various stamp duties and and the fees that are associated with moving, storage fees and things like that. Um, you then need to look around and go to places and spend time walking around those places and, and see where you want to be. Uh, as such, don't rush. Uh, it took us three to five years to finally move to mm. where uh, we've heard. Sandy had uh, some health issues that really triggered uh, uh, the decision-making process and forced us probably to finally make the move uh, uh, and find a good real estate agent. I would say that you need to be ruthless with your cleaning out. If you haven't used it in the last couple of years, then you're probably not going to use it. And you need to be really highly organised. So there's a lot of things that have to happen when you're moving house. Because we didn't have a fixed address for a while, um, a redirection for the post office Mm -hmm. box. And then when you move to the other end, you then need to re-establish all of those things. So make a list. Sandy's a great one for making lists. uh, You're pretty good uh, yourself, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) And in the overall scheme of things, when you're trying to decide where you want to live, think about what sort of lifestyle you want. Do you want a a development that has a pool and a gym, um, a concierge, or do you want a smaller development, which is where our thinking was Mm -hmm. at the time? Mm -hmm. The benefit for that is obviously your body corporate levies are significantly low. I mean, I think for us, particularly downsizers, they do want to watch their money moving forward over the next 10 years or so. So the lower the fees within reason, the better. The better. And also, how much are you going to use that? We've had a pool Mm. for 25 years Mm. and it got very little use in the Mm. last five. Yeah. So we weren't looking for a development with a pool. Yeah. And and you need to be in a place where, if needs be, you can bring services in to you uh, without having to move again um, because potentially uh, we've lived in our old uh, house for 31 years. Um, We've now moved and hopefully we'll get another 20 years uh, where we are before we potentially have to move uh, to the retirement village around the corner. (laughs) Well, that was excellent, guys, and I I think that I know that we're going to be able to have a coffee and a glass of champagne moving forward. We've had a a great start to a new relationship. So thanks very much, Mike and Sandy, for coming today and sharing your experiences. Thanks, Hamish. Thanks, Hamish. That wraps up our third episode of the Art of the Move Property Podcast, hosted by Hamish Bowman from Ray White New Farm and recorded and edited by myself, Lucy McAfee. We would like to extend a sincere thank you to Mike and Sandy Garrett for taking the time to chat with us and providing a personal insight into the downsizing process. If you want to get in touch to discuss the market further or just generally have an appraisal of your property, you can email Hamish at hamish.bowman at raywhite.com. We'd also love to hear your feedback. So feel free to rate and review this episode. And while you're at it, subscribe on your preferred streaming service. Watch this space for our next release of The Art of the Move.